Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all, and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Tonight, the growing trouble for Donald Trump after another of his hand-picked candidates is defeated. And the new potential legal trouble for the former president after more classified materials are found in his possession. Government secrets found in Trump's Florida storage unit and turned over to the FBI. CBS's Scott McFarland has the new details. The power grid attack manhunt. Tonight, the warning is law enforcement says there's online chatter from extremist groups calling for more plots to take out power in major cities like New York and D.C. TikTok crackdown. The state's banning the use of the social media app on government phones. CBS's Jeff Begay's on why the platform is considered a national security threat. Stalking with an air tag? The lawsuit tonight against Apple after women say they're being followed with help from the tracking devices. And our exclusive with the first female commandant of the U.S. Coast Guard as the military branch combats a recruiting shortage. We're here with the U.S. Coast Guard witnessing a rescue swimmer deployment. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Wednesday night. Tonight, CBS News has learned of new threats of a copycat attack on America's infrastructure, like the one that knocked out power to thousands in North Carolina. And we're just getting new information from police in that case of the four college students who were murdered. Investigators are looking for information about a specific kind of car. But we do want to begin with those new classified documents. Lawyers for Donald Trump say they discovered material while searching a storage unit in West Palm Beach, Florida. The items were reportedly found among a mix of boxes, gifts, suits and clothes, including swords and wrestling belts. This is raising questions about what it means for the ongoing special counsel investigation. CBS's Scott McFarland joins us with the possible legal troubles ahead. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Nora. Four months after the FBI seized records marked classified from Mar-a-Lago, still more documents marked classified are surfacing. 
this time in a storage unit used by the former president in Florida. A U.S. official confirms to CBS News representatives of former President Donald Trump alerted the FBI they've recovered yet another set of potentially sensitive documents, this time in a storage facility in West Palm Beach. The official confirmed inside a sealed box there were two documents with classified markings, adding to the more than 300 sensitive documents found this year. Yet another instance in which Trump has failed to comply with lawful demands to return them. This revelation is the first indication classified materials might have been held or might still be on site at other Trump properties. The searches were reportedly conducted around Thanksgiving at three other locations, the president's golf club in Bedminster, Trump Tower in New York, and in a storage facility at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. And at a time of growing legal peril for the former president. The first question now is, is the Department of Justice satisfied they have everything? If they don't, how are they going to get the rest? The FBI sees 33 boxes of records August 8th at Mar-a-Lago, including records that were supposed to be in the hands of the National Archives. Last month, the Justice Department appointed special counsel Jack Smith to oversee the growing probe into those documents. Trump has downplayed the importance of the seizures, but critics say mishandling of these records could have allowed highly sensitive material to fall into the wrong hands. The disregard and disdain for legal norms and rules simply cannot be accepted from anyone. No one is above the law. Last week, an appeals court overruled Trump's request for an independent special master to review some of the papers seized from Mar-a-Lago, which had slowed the investigation. And though Trump could still appeal that decision, the investigation into him grows. And Nora, it accelerates. Quite a development today, Scott McFarland. Thank you so much. We turn now to some breaking news. CBS News has learned of new online chatter from domestic extremist groups following that recent attack on two electric substations in North Carolina. Some of those posting online are advocating for further attacks on major cities like New York and Washington, D.C. CBS's Mark Strassman is in North Carolina, where the lights are finally coming back on. With two substations in Moore County raked by gunfire, more worrisome than ever, security around America's grid infrastructure. Most concerningly is copycat attacks in the coming weeks against other elements of the grid. Chris Krebs, CBS News cybersecurity expert, has watched threats against America's grid proliferate, like this one posted online hours after the Moore attack. So substations can be easily compromised. Hmm, tell me more. This attacker knew exactly where to hit. And they did it deliberately, and they did it multiple times, and they did it very thoroughly. There's a playbook for it if you're so inclined. Absolutely. It, there is absolutely a playbook. The Department of Energy reports roughly 70 intentional attacks on electric facilities just this year. CBS News has confirmed recent physical attacks on substations in Oregon and Washington. And a series of specific threats in California from domestic violent extremists that will likely remain a threat to the electricity subsector through 2023. Lights are back on. Back in Moore County, the lights came on for the first time since Saturday in Santa Nassar's furniture store. Back in business. But Anthony Parks has major losses in his ice cream shop. Tossed $9,000 worth of spoiled dairy. Everybody's still a little bit raw and upset and angry that this happened in the first place. To give you a sense of where this case stands, the FBI today put out another plea for tips, and the governor announced a new $75,000 reward for information that leads to an arrest.
Nora? Mark Strassman, thank you very much. Well, there's a major development tonight in the murder of four college students in Idaho. Detectives want to speak to the driver of a white 2011 to 2013 Hyundai Elantra with unknown license plate. They say the occupants of the car may have critical information regarding the case. Also today, you can see police begin collecting the victim's personal belongings that they say are no longer needed for the investigation. They want to return them to their families. Tonight, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has banned the use of the social media app TikTok on all government-issued devices over cybersecurity concerns. Several other states and the U.S. military had previously banned the popular Chinese-owned app. We get more now from CBS's Jeff Begays. The social media app is a viral sensation. But today, Texas Governor Greg Abbott became the latest state official to ban TikTok from state phones, calling it a security threat. The big concern that Chinese intelligence officials could force TikTok, owned by Chinese company ByteDance, to share the vast amounts of data it collects. In a letter announcing the ban, Governor Abbott wrote, TikTok harvests vast amount of data from its users' devices and offers this trove of potentially sensitive information to the Chinese government. Texas joins Maryland and South Dakota in banning TikTok. TikTok is one of the most popular social media platforms in the U.S. It boasts millions of users. Yet for years, the intelligence community has had concerns about how TikTok data is being used. They also have the ability to uh, collect data through it uh, on users, which can be used uh, for traditional espionage operations. TikTok denies that it shares data with the Chinese government. For some of the governors, if they take a step back and look and they say, well, what are the threats that we wanted to do, then maybe they should consider banning all social media apps from government phones. In a statement, TikTok added, the concerns driving these bans are largely fueled by misinformation about our company. This battle over TikTok data is the subject of high-level negotiations with the U.S. government. TikTok has now offered to move that data to Texas, but Nora, that is a deal that the U.S. hasn't accepted. It's a big deal, Jeff Pegues. Thank you. Democrats are celebrating their Senate seat win in Georgia last night as Republicans do some soul-searching on what went wrong and look at the path forward. We get more now from CBS's Nicole Killian. <laughs> Senator Raphael Warnock arrived to a hero's welcome on Capitol Hill. The Democratic incumbent locked in a six-year term by defeating GOP nominee Herschel Walker, bolstered by historic turnout. The people have spoken. I'm not going to make any excuses now because we put up one heck of a fight. Warnock's win means Democrats have 51 seats in the upper chamber. 51. An advantage that gives them greater control over President Biden's judicial nominations and agenda, subpoena power, and leverage on committees. It's significant. It gives us a, we can breathe a sigh of relief. It was more like heartburn for Senate Republicans who began pointing fingers. As Republicans, we've got to learn from. Walker was handpicked by former President Trump, but some Republicans warned early on he came with too much baggage. His son Christian tweeted last night, Trump called my dad for months, demanding that he run. Everyone with a brain begged him, please don't do this. The former football star is the eighth Trump-backed Senate candidate to be defeated. I know a lot of people in our party uh, love the president, former president, 
but he's, uh, if you will, the kiss of death. Some GOP leaders are now rethinking the party's strategy, taking a page out of Democrats' playbook. They did a better job with early votes, mail-in and early voting. We all have to start doing that. As far as in-person Election Day voting, Georgia has set another record with more than 1.6 million ballots cast Tuesday. That is more than Election Day last month, the 2021 runoff and the 2020 presidential election. Nora? That didn't help Walker. All right, Nicole Killian, thank you. German police arrested at least 25 people accused of plotting to overthrow the government. Authorities say the suspects have ties to a right-wing extremist group, and many of them had military training. According to prosecutors, the QAnon-inspired group formed a shadow government, tried to recruit government workers, and was planning an armed attack on the German parliament building. One of the alleged ringleaders is 71-year-old Prince Heinrich VIII of Rus, a descendant from an ancient aristocratic family. Consumer advocates are sounding the alarm about Apple's AirTags. Two women have filed a class action lawsuit against the company. They claim their ex-partners used the small tracking device to stalk them. CBS's Lilia Luciano spoke with one of the plaintiffs. There were definitely lots of times where I didn't sleep well. Um, there's been a lot of therapy since then. After a relationship ended, Laura Hughes says her ex-boyfriend used an Apple AirTag to track her every move. I got the alert that said an AirTag was moving with me. How did you finally find it? I just literally dug around the outside of edges of my car and eventually found it in the wheel well. This quarter-sized device is designed to track your wallet, your luggage, or your keys, but it can also track you. Here's how it works. This AirTag is sending a Bluetooth signal to the iPhones of every stranger around me. That data then goes to the iCloud where the person tracking the device can see your every move. Why it's so effective? Well, no matter where you are, you're never far away from an iPhone. The proposed class action lawsuit accuses Apple of negligence and seeks damages, as well as an order to stop Apple from releasing what they call an unreasonably dangerous product into the market. Apple said it is not going to comment on ongoing litigation. But in February, the company listed a number of safety measures to address unwanted tracking, adding, we condemn in the strongest possible terms any malicious use of our products. Albert Fox Kahn is a surveillance technology expert. I'd much rather spend another minute looking for my keys than live in a world where every movement is tracked. You can try to make improvements around the edges, but as long as you're selling a cheap, ubiquitous tracking device, people are going to misuse it. What do you want Apple to do? I want Apple to make their devices safer or remove the product from market. Lauren found the device in her case because she has an iPhone and it alerted her. But people who don't have iPhones have to download an app and check it to know whether they're being tracked. Apple suggests if you fear for your safety, contact law enforcement. Nora. Really interesting. Lilia Luciano, thank you. The mission of the U.S. Coast Guard is to protect America's shores, save lives, and deter threats like dangerous drugs being smuggled in the United States. Well, now the Maritime Defender is run by four-star Admiral Linda Fagan, the only woman to lead a branch of the U.S. military. We spoke with a commandant about the future and why she says this isn't your grandfather's Coast Guard. This is dramatic video of the Coast Guard rescuing a cruise ship passenger who fell overboard. And this overboard. is the training it took to save his life. 
here with the U.S. Coast Guard witnessing a rescue swimmer deployment. This is exactly the kind of work that they do on a regular basis. In a single year, the Coast Guard conducted more than 16,000 search and rescue missions and saved over 4,000 lives. So you can see that the rescue swimmer has got the survivor now in something called a physical grip where he just wraps his arms around the survivor. And, and that's for the quickest way to get somebody out of harm's way. You usually don't fly in weather like this, do you? Usually when we're doing what we do well, it is not a nice day like this. Many of those rescues taking place during natural disasters like hurricanes, which have become stronger due to climate change. Admiral Linda Fagan is the commandant of the U.S. Coast Guard, the first woman to serve in that role in the branch's 232-year history. My battle cry is tomorrow looks different and so will we. One of the major challenges facing the commandant, recruitment. Station Cape May, Station Cape May. The Coast Guard has missed its recruiting goals the last three years. Has this recruiting challenge reached a crisis point? We are not at a crisis point yet, but we need to turn the corner. She took us to what's described as the heartbeat of the Coast Guard, Cape May Training Center, where every enlisted Coastie starts their journey. So what are they shouting? Louder or faster? Six, six! Women make up only 15% of the Coast Guard. Something Admiral Fagan hopes changes with her leadership. How do you think your role as the first female commandant has changed things? I met a young eight-year-old, and she's like, I'm going to join the Coast Guard, and I'm going to be a commandant. And she doesn't have to wonder if this might be possible. I embody that it, that it is. You know what they say, see it, believe it, and we can report that the freshman class at the U.S. Coast Guard Academy is more than 40 percent female. All right. He was one of Boston's most ruthless mobsters. New details on the death of Whitey Bulger next. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this, all of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. 
A scathing report reveals widespread incompetence and flawed policies within the Bureau of Prisons led to the beating death of notorious gangster Whitey Bulger. Inmates killed Bulger within hours after he was transferred from Florida to West Virginia in 2018. According to the report, inmates knew the 89-year-old who was in a wheelchair and had serious heart conditions was arriving, and then they placed bets on how long he would survive. LASIK surgery under the microscope, why the FDA is eyeing the new changes. That's next. LASIK is a popular eyesight correction surgery. I've had it. In fact, an estimated half a million adults in America undergo LASIK every year. Now the FDA wants doctors to warn them of complications. The agency said patients should be informed that LASIK surgery can result in dry eyes, double vision, chronic pain, and more. Medical groups challenging the FDA's draft guidance say it lacks balance. Honoring our fallen heroes by giving family members a chance to create new memories. We'll have that story next. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Finally tonight on this National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, this time of the year can be a especially difficult time for family members who have lost a loved one in service to our country. CBS's David Begno shows us how one charity is honoring the fallen and their families. At one of the happiest places on earth, a hero's welcome for children who've lost their heroes. They call it the Walk of Gratitude, families all sharing a connection. They lost a parent or spouse who died while serving our country. It's part of the Gary Sinise Foundation's Snowball Express. All right, here we go! Since 2006, the event, All of It Free, has brought families joy during this holiday season. Look at all the fun stuff! The Allback family came for the first time. They lost Sergeant Jacob Allback three years ago. Coming here, everybody's lost someone, and so it's easier to talk about it to them because they know what you're going through. This was the largest Snowball Express ever. Nearly 1,900 people in all. <laughs> Treated like VIPs every step of the way. On chartered airplanes with unusual onboard entertainment. And as treasured guests at Disney World in Orlando. It just made me kind of feel like I haven't been forgotten. There were the somber moments, too. That happens when they remember their heroes and ours, too. David Begno, CBS News, New York. 
most important thing we can do is honor our veterans and their families. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.